Hi, I'm Patrick Flessner. You're listening to Gut Talks, double G U double T. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria, and welcome to season three of Gut Talks, double G U double T, a podcast about business, design, and gut feelings. I started Gut Talks a couple of years ago to educate, spread some karma on the board, connect, reconnect, or learn from awesome entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and investors. By the way, there are no sponsors on the show, but a like, a share, comment, and hitting the subscribe button would mean a lot. Now let's get started. So this is the next episode of our segment with Patrick Flessner where we talk about scaling a venture and investing and slightly touching on leadership, which is his next book. Here we go. Awesome. So that's coming in 2023. And it's, it's a smooth transition between fast scaling to leadership, because I totally resonate with what you're saying, because I also, you know, work closely with startups at different stages. And, and I worked in the corporate world and you see the yeah. difference in mindset, but you know how both can kind of contaminate each other in a certain way. But the one size fits all obviously doesn't work. And the idea around cash to grow, scale and cash to start, because sometimes you're like, I can't start. I want to do that. Why? Because I need money. You don't always need money. You don't always need to raise money. And this is saying something to an investor. So let's kick this off with, you know, the investment aspect uh, of things. How do you guys, like as a partner in your company, how, how do you look for Uh, startups to invest in? And is fast scaling something you're integrating in your process? Yes. So I think also in investment funds, while we all have a strategy, an overall fund strategy, I'm also convinced that each partner looks for certain signs in, in companies and they m may be different. Some may look more into the leadership team. Others look more into the market opportunity. I personally like to look at both. Now, is the team strong and is it really a huge market? Every founder tells me it's a huge market, but I doubt that that is correct. I'm convinced that many markets are not as big as founders believe they are. But for me, market opportunity and leadership team are the most important things I look at. And we are a growth capital fund. So we certainly look at data. It's not about, you know, like in seed stage where you only see an idea, a great team and a great market opportunity, we, we look for traction. And then if we look for traction for us, it's not only about top line growth, because you, I've also seen uh, startups with negative gross margin, which actually means they buy revenue. Um, they lose money with every product they sell. Um, but looking into unit economics and cohorts, I think that's the first thing I look at in order to understand, is this a company that can become profitable at some point in time or is it just a startup that wants to go go big and then uh, wants to be sold to someone this is the risk that we don't want to take and i personally don't like these kind of startups for me starting a business a startup is about creating a business which means there should be at least a chance that at some point in time it generates positive ebitda in cash how does this relate to fast scaling for you is there You know why I'm asking this? Because I also, you mentioned blitzscaling quite at the beginning when you, we first started the recording this episode. And I did a podcast with uh, Jeffrey Abbott, who's 
part of Bitscaling Ventures and Blitzscaling Academy. And, and basically, they have this framework on how to evaluate if a startup is going to Blitzscale or not, and if it can be part of you know their Blitzscaling Ventures. What are, if you want, the key highlights for you when you look at fast scaling, and if you can give an example that you know sets the scene in an easier way for uh, our listeners, that might be easier as well. The way you want. I hope uh, Jeffrey does not mind, but I think for me, it's it doesn't need a, a framework to assess whether a company needs to blitz scale or should blitz scale. For me, it's pretty pretty easy. Blitz scaling means you prioritize speed over over efficiency. So then the next question is, when is speed into the market the main factor for success? And this is actually only true in winner-takes-it-all markets. An example here, the e-scooter companies. If they were to fast scale, they would first validate their business model. Maybe they would focus on one city, let's say Paris, they would try everything out until the unit economics are, are good. And then they scale and expand to other cities. But at that time, all cities would have been taken already by the other players. And then even though this, this company might have validated the business model, it cannot win the market anymore because everywhere there's too much competition. So for these kind of companies, blitzscaling is the right growth strategy. For me, it boils down whether the market dynamics require the company to prioritize speed over efficiency. Then blitzscaling is the right growth strategy. And then hopefully they will find investors who back these startups and for a long time because they will be burning a lot of cash. Maybe if you want me the other way, you know, fast Yeah, scaling. I want to, yeah, yeah, fast scaling. <laughs> so I think fast scaling is actually, and that's why I call it the smart path to building massively valuable businesses. If you fast scale, you take it a bit slower, it might take you a bit longer until you succeed. But the chances that you succeed are significantly higher because you are burning less cash. Burning less cash means also you don't have to raise so much money. And that in turn means you are not being diluted so much as a founder. So in the long run, you will hold much more stakes in your own company if you fast scale. So for me, by default, every startup should fast scale and until the market dynamics require them to switch gears. And fast scaling, as I said, means you first validate the business model. Yeah, Do you, you work on generating product market fit and product channel fit? You see your unit economics working nicely or going nicely to the right direction. And then you get this feeling, okay, the market is huge. I've validated the business model. If also the tech is stable and, and scalable, then you can accelerate growth. And the good part about fast scaling is if you have validated the business model and you scale on good unit economics, you usually also have a shorter payback period, which means the money that you invest in order to acquire customers, you recoup faster and you can reinvest this money into acquiring even new customers. So it's way more sustainable. And also fast scaling doesn't mean you're scaling slowly. I've looked at this one report I also mentioned in my in my book. It's a genome report, which is also co-authored by Berkeley and Stanford. And they found out that the companies who take it a little bit slower at the beginning end up growing 20 times faster than the ones who want to go big fast from the very beginning. And the reason is certainly, you know, you recoup your money faster and you can reinvest in growth. So taking it a bit slower at the very beginning can help you actually 
grow faster in the long run. And Gymshark is maybe an example. You asked for mm -hmm. an example. I like Gymshark a lot. This guy was competing against Nike, Adidas, and the big players. And he had to find a way, a go-to-market strategy that worked for him. And he worked with social media, with influencers. And that helped him create a business without burning too much cash. And now, now he's he has created a huge company. And then he raised money on a great valuation in order to accelerate growth even further. For me, Gymshark is a very good example of a company that is, has fast scaled. I read this from your book, actually. Fast scaling is about creating a, a stringer foundation and not to sprint through the growth valley of death by focusing solely on top-line growth and product market fit. Fit is not all what matters, right? The growth valley of death is, is you know, maybe it's at 5 million uh, revenue. It's somewhere... There are 5 million, 10 million, you, you name it. And the reason for me, in my view, the growth valley of death is there because people can generate revenues early on. They can acquire customers. Maybe they get funding. But if, mm -hmm. if they do not create a sustainable business model, they will end up not getting further funding and they cannot grow with their intrinsic financial means. And this is, for me, the reason why there is this valley of death. And if you... If you fast scale, if you take it a bit slower, you have validated the business model. And if you have validated the business model, chances are higher you find investors who will give you more money to, to further grow the business. So that's for me a little bit the explanation why there is actually this, this growth valley of death. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, share or like to get notified about the upcoming episodes of this segment and upcoming segments.